Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're talking about the announcement last week by Federal Reserve Chairman Powell of another quarter percentage point increase in the Federal Reserve interest rate. The Fed's been very clear that we're in a period of normalizing interest rates to more historical averages. The Fed raised borrowing costs this week for the sixth time in the past 18 months, and they meet eight times a year. One of the main drivers for the rate increase is higher inflation. Today, inflation is tracking at 2.8% compared with last year. This is above the stated target of 2%. The path of inflation is going to figure highly into policymakers' thinking as the pace increases in the second half of 2018 and into 2019. He was careful to say that he wanted to hit their 2% target for inflation. They don't want inflation to be too high nor too low. Amazingly, they actually want some inflation. Now, Chairman Powell also reported that household spending increased in the past quarter. He's projecting a 2.8% real gross domestic product growth. Unemployment now is at 3.8%, the lowest in nearly 20 years. And he's projecting unemployment to drop further to 3.4% by the fourth quarter. The projection for federal funds rates over the next couple of years, it's expected to rise to a midpoint of 3.1% by the middle of 2019 and 3.75% by 2020. We're currently sitting at 2.5%. Even though this has been one of the weakest economic recoveries on record, there are signs that the economy might be getting overheated, and an increase in interest rates would be the appropriate thing to cool things off and engineer the so-called soft landing. Politically, the White House is looking for more economic growth. These stimulus policies are seen by many economists as inflationary. The $1.5 trillion infrastructure program announced by the White House will be purchased with printed money, so therefore it's going to be inflationary. The funny thing is, the Fed seems to be speaking about inflation as the consumer price index. As we've talked about before on the podcast, the CPI is one measure of inflation, but it's not the only measure. In fact, the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics has changed how they measure inflation over the years. Each of these small changes has had a small change on the overall measure, but collectively, they distort the inflation measure to the degree that it's vastly understated. And if you want to learn more about this, and I suggest you do, listen to episode 50, published back in March of this year, where we do a deeper dive. And in fact, if you want to even go deeper, have a listen to the Crash Course, published by my friends Chris Martinson and Adam Taggart. In fact, they were my guests on the show yesterday. You can check them out at peakprosperity.com. So definitely check out the crash course at peakprosperity.com. Now, the thing to remember is that inflation is not caused by increasing prices. In fact, the underlying cause is an increase in the money supply. Money gets created lots of different ways. Some of it gets created by bank lending. So when a bank lends you money, they increase the money supply due to our fractional reserve system that we have in our banking system. The biggest culprit, however, is the central bank, and we've printed trillions of dollars of new money faster than the 2% per year that the government's been reporting in the inflation rate. Much of that money's flowed outside of our economy. It's been used to buy durable goods like cars and TVs, and a lot of that excess cash has left our domestic economy. Eventually, those companies in China, Korea, Japan, they want to spend their U.S. dollars, so they go and exchange those dollars at their central bank for their local currency. And those central banks, in turn, have nothing to do with those U.S. dollars except maybe go buy U.S. Treasury bills. So that's what they do. And now the circle is complete. Federal government prints money. We buy durable goods. Money flows outside our economy. 
and foreign governments buy U.S. government's national debt to pay for those dollars that were printed. It's a perfect, perfect system. The second place that those excess dollars ended up is on Wall Street, and you've seen much of that printed money end up in the banking system. We've seen this reflected in inflated prices on Wall Street. Much of that inflation could be attributed to money that was loaned by the Federal Reserve directly to banks. And increases in stock market prices are generally not seen as inflationary, so there's really no penalty. But still, at the end of the day, that money has ended up in the money supply. Past couple of years, we've seen a big influx of foreign money into certain both U.S. and Canadian real estate markets, and that's had a very significant inflationary impact. I'm thinking of cities like Los Angeles, San Francisco, Vancouver, Toronto, a lot of foreign cash coming in. It's definitely affecting housing prices and it's having an inflationary impact. But remember, it's the increase in the money supply that's the cause. It's not the price increases by themselves. So what does this mean to you as a real estate investor? We're in a period of rising interest rates. If you own property today that is due to be refinanced maybe in a year, I would recommend that you refinance now. Don't wait. Even if it means paying a small prepayment penalty, you may be better off, obviously do your math, you may be better off in refinancing now rather than waiting until the note comes due. And in particular, if we are in an inflationary environment, you may want to consider increasing your debt load and reducing the amount of savings because inflation has the effect of wiping out the value of money. So you want the value of your debt to be reduced faster than the value of your savings. When I say reduce savings, I'm not talking about not saving. What I'm talking about is putting your money in hard assets, putting your money in something that is going to retain its value, where that value is going to reflect itself as a price increase as inflation does its job. We're playing in a different game, a different set of rules. Now is the time to position your portfolio. In the meantime, have a spectacular day, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.